The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In the past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Welcome to The Career Confidant, and thank you for tuning in today. This is your host, Marie Zimanoff. and if you've been tuning into the show for a while, you know that we are here to talk about ways that you can take control of your own career. So knowing that companies aren't doing it anymore, and really they've placed a lot of that responsibility on individual professionals to be able to navigate those waters by yourself. And today we're going to be talking about a topic that is particularly challenging because of its relation to that exact topic. We're going to be talking about layoffs. And layoffs, of course, have always been a part of our world, but they weren't ever maybe so dramatic and public and there, there's a lot of hype going on right now. I don't know if you're watching the media, if you're at IBM, I'm sure you are. But every month it seems like there's another company that the news is talking about that there might be a layoff. And then, of course, there are layoffs going on all over the United States and in other countries as well, although it looks different internationally than it does in the U.S. many times. But this is a function of our workforce today, our transient natured workforce, our lack of loyalty workforce, if you will, that really makes you as an individual have to be in charge of yourself, right? Have to be ready to move at any time and really to get comfortable with the fact that nothing is forever. And to make that change is quite difficult for many people who've been working in workforce for a long time because there was always that chance of a layoff, but it wasn't as in the news and it wasn't something that a lot of people that you knew used to experience like they do today. And so you felt safe. You felt like you were going to stay in one place for a long time. And many people that I talk to want to go back to that. They want to be back in that situation. And the workforce has changed to the point where that idea of stability, that idea of landing the next job that you're going to be in for a long time is just not a reality for lots of people. For some people it will be, 
But for lots of us, we're going to be changing jobs on average every three to five years. And so if you plan on working more than three to five years, this may not be your last change if you're in transition right now. And so I want to give you some tools for handling career change, for handling layoffs. And we're going to talk a little bit about getting fired today and the difference between those two. And so if you'd like to take the opportunity to ask a question about career change, job search, layoff, getting fired, career advancement, you can call in live at 866-472-5790 or you can email me at marie, M-A-R-I-E, at astrategicadvantage.com with your questions. And so let's talk a little bit about the difference between a layoff and firing. The difference that is most common, and again, this may differ between different companies, but what I hear most of the time is when people talk about getting fired, they're usually talking about something that is performance-based, whether it's valid or not, might be a question, right? But you'll you'll be fired for performance reasons. You might be, be fired because your boss decides something, but they call it that you're getting fired, right? It's, it's, a, it's a, a choice of the company based on your performance. And most companies today do some kind of documentation of performance reviews when they're going to do a a firing action, right? When they're going to do a disciplinary action, they they do some kind of documentation and, and then that's the last straw. Lots of companies say they have that process and then you might end up getting fired for a mistake or are fired for showing up late or whatever it might be that doesn't seem like you had any warning or went through any kind of process, you were just fired. So we're going to talk about that a little bit today. But a a lot of times layoffs are different because they are related to some kind of business reason. So you might be laid off because the business is restructuring. You might be laid off because the, the business has cash flow problems. You might be laid off because a product ended and you didn't have the skills to work on the new product line. It tends to be more around business reasons. Now, if you're unclear whether you were fired or laid off, you might go and look at paperwork, emails, what was what was said, and can you discern? Usually if they lay you off, they use that term. And you can use that term if they use it, which provides you some flexibility, which we're going to talk about here in just a minute. Now, regardless of whether you were laid off or fired, it creates some issues for individuals that are in that situation, right? It, it creates some issues for you that I see in my office on a regular basis. So I had a client a while ago who called from a different, a different loca- location than where I am and said, I was just laid off from 
XYZ large company. I'd worked for them for 25 years. I probably should have seen it coming, right? My, my product line was moving through its life cycle. I could see that this technology was going to sunset, and it didn't really seem like they were trying to get me on the new products. So, yeah, I probably should have seen this coming. But here I am, got laid off, and I have no idea why. Right, I mean, yeah, my product line was was sunsetting, but they didn't try to get me anywhere new. Was it me? So whether you were fired or laid off, that little voice in our head tends to start taking over our world. What did I do? Was it my fault? Was there anything I could have done differently? And of course there's value in some part of that exploration, right? There is value in trying to understand if there's anything you could do differently next time. Communication, staying on top of the trends, all of those are good things to be thinking about. And when that little voice in your head starts to get you into trouble, then it's probably time to stop listening to it, right? A lot of times it's a business reason. It may be an issue with your manager. And yeah, maybe next time you can do something different. But maybe that just wasn't going to work regardless. So there's this idea of helping you figure out what you want to take from that in terms of a lesson and what you want to let go of. Of course, it's easier said than done. The other thing that comes with whether you're laid off or or fired, and we're going to talk about this a little bit more as we get into some of the processes, is that you don't get any closure, right? A lot of times this is done in the afternoon, you're escorted out at some places. Businesses don't know how to do this well, layoff or fire. And it's a tough situation, right, If, if we try to put ourselves in their shoes, And so a lot of times it's not handled as well as it could be, and it makes you feel pushed out, shoved out, like you did something wrong, you couldn't even talk to people. The process itself creates a lot of issues that you don't get some closure. So we're going to talk about that a little bit today too. Something that we want to think about is that you can talk about these two things differently. So if you get fired and there was a performance reason, even if you don't think that performance reason was valid, when you talk about that in an interview, I don't want any blame unless it's on you. I don't want any drama, right? And I want it to be short and factual. So if you're going to talk about a lesson learned, it better be your lesson learned. And it can't come across as... Well, I learned never to work for a boss like that. Right? You, you think about that person sitting across from you and what they're imagining is how you're going to handle conflict in their workplace. And is it always going to be someone else's fault? Is it always going to be some other circumstances? Or can you take responsibility? So if you are fired and you can in any way take responsibility, tell the story short, Talk about the lesson you learned. Think about 
answering it that way, practice it that way, talk it through with, with your friends, past colleagues that way. If you are laid off, most of the time there's no need to explain why. If you are asked, were you fired and you were laid off, you get to say no. You weren't fired, you were laid off. They're two different things. And if you were laid off, business restructuring, you want to choose terms that are understandable, not too you know, elusive, but also not too specific. Just talking to someone recently who talked about getting laid off because the owner made some bad financial decisions and couldn't afford their salary. Probably too much detail. Now, granted, they were talking to me, not an interviewer. But think about how you're going to talk about that. Because, again, that person across from you is thinking about, wow, if I made bad decisions and had to lay this person off, they're going to go around talking about me, right, and sharing all this bad detail about my business. And that's not going to do you good. So think about how you want to describe both of those things, but realize that they're different. And if you're laid off, you can tell me too much information that's going to make it feel like you have to explain it when you really don't maybe have to explain it that much. So we're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit about processing your layoff and different ways that you might do that and how they can help you moving forward in your career. So we'll be right back in just a few minutes. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. The way we do banking today continues to evolve. No longer is it just brick and mortar locations or traditional bankers hours. Today, banking is 24-7. It's in the home. It's on the go. It's digital. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how traditional banking as we know it has changed due to a loss of trust, changing economic conditions and consumer behavior, government involvement, and, of course, technology. What does it all mean? Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at astrategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. 
Welcome back to the Career Confidant. Today we're talking about the wonderful topic of layoffs and firings. May not like to talk about it, but it's out there right now, right? And IBM rumors have, have been circling and lots of layoffs for some reason, even within smaller companies here in northern Colorado. So I'm guessing that there's something afoot, something going around here for some reason, and just wanted to talk about how we deal with these things. So we've talked a little bit about the difference between being laid off and getting fired and and how we can approach the answers to those questions differently in an interview, but that some of the same feelings linger either way, right? That, what did I do? Is it my fault? And I didn't even get to close out my projects. All of those kind of yucky things that go along with that immediate ending to employment doesn't really matter if it was your quote-unquote fault performance-wise because you were fired or the business was restructuring and you got laid off. It, it feels the same. So that's going to create some kind of transition process that you'll go through. And that can look different for different people. But I'm going to share some of the models here with you so that you can decide if there's one that fits for you and if it can help you as you go through whatever process it is that you're going through. So one of the more simple processes comes to us from William Bridges, right? William Bridges transition theory, fairly simple theory in terms of its process, three parts, right? You've got Endings, the neutral zone, and new beginnings. And when you think about it, I mean, it's very simplified, but it goes through the process, right? It helps you think about how you might want to address each of those stages. So let's talk about them briefly. Obviously, the ending can mean several different things to different people. If you are happy that you're done there, it might bring some positive feelings, right? Which could be good. If you are devastated, didn't see it coming, not sure what to do with yourself, not going to make you feel that great, right? And usually there's some mix of positive and negative feelings. Which ones hit first? May, may wash us over and then other, others may come too. And you'll say, ah, oh, you know, why are we talking about feelings? Let me tell you why we're talking about feelings. I talk to a lot of job seekers, talk to a lot of people in transition. And because of where I am location-wise, talk to a lot of people who've been laid off, right? I'm in the land of Hewlett Packard. And so, and Kodak, who have both had Lots of layoffs. And so when we think about that process and the emotions that go with it, a lot of times people try to deny those emotions. It's just work. It's whatever. It's not a big deal. Well, what happens when we don't process those emotions, when we don't go through some kind of 
transition process is that most of the time we stay stuck and most of the time we stay stuck in some kind of anger. And how that anger looks might be different, especially for different genders, but it's anger. And that anger is going to bite you. I've seen people, it's biting them in the interview, right? They come to me and they don't know why they can't get a job when everything about them says I'm angry, no matter how much they think they're great in an interview. Or it bites you after you get in that job. And your supervisor does something similar to your supervisor in your previous job or a coworker, or whatever it might be. Or sometimes it bites people because they're angry at themselves or they don't work through those feelings of not being worthy and they take that with them to the next job and then they get treated like a doormat at their next job which eventually doesn't work for anybody either. So making this process work for you in whatever way it's going to work is important for your long-term career success. And it's hard when you may not think you need to process the feelings or when people around you just want you to get that job, right? Get the next job. And it's really important for you to figure out a way to help yourself through this. And realizing that it just takes time. All of these processes talk about time. Very similar process in some ways to this idea of William Bridges' transition where he's got the endings, the neutral zone, and the new beginnings is an idea put forth by one of my colleagues here in Fort Collins talking about the was, the is, and the will be. Jana Bavosa, and she's got a book called From Laid Off to Living, From Laid Off to Living, and you can find it online from laidofftoliving.com. She's got a website, and her process talks about that, that idea that you can't go back to where you were, and that in some ways, most of us want to, either because we want that stability back, or we miss our friends, right? I mean... When you've worked somewhere for 25 years, like the client I was talking about earlier, those are your people, right? You go to lunch with them. You see them every day. And you can't go back there. And so there's a period of realizing that that you can't. And William Bridges talks about those endings in a little bit different way, just thinking about that things are ending. And that might be more of a process that people get to go through when they have the luxury of knowing the change is coming. And the process Jonna talks about speaks more to that abrupt, or she calls it unchosen, change. And so you've got this idea of a time of letting go of where you were. And then in both of those models, you move into some kind of a neutral zone, or what she calls the is. And the the is is fuzzy. One of my colleagues talks about the, the neutral zone in William Bridges' model 
as a tunnel where you're smack dab in the middle. And if you live in Colorado, you know the Eisenhower tunnels, a mile-long tunnel, where if there weren't any lights, you would be in complete darkness in the middle of that tunnel without any direction, without knowing which way you're going. I like to equate it to a snowstorm, blizzard, for those of you who are in the the north part of, of America here. And it's blinding. And it's that part of your job change where you start to do some funny things. We're going to talk about that here a little bit after break. But it's really that place where you start to spin your wheels, applying to everything in, that's open on the Internet or telling people that you'll take anything when I'm pretty sure that's not true, right? And so you're thinking about that stage or you might be in that stage where you just feel like you need to run really fast, but you keep running into the wall of that tunnel and, and boy, your face is starting to hurt, right? That part of the process, and, and I love in From Laid Off to Living, and Jonna talks about that, it's so critical, it's so important, because it's in that place where you start to get creative. It's in that place where you start to think outside of the box. It's in that place where you're developing the new beginning, where you're developing the will be and it's in that that place where we can get stuck if we don't get some of the inputs that we need whatever that might look like but it's also in that place where we can build something that we never would have thought of before and that's one of William Bridges 10 steps to a more tolerable transition is for us to be able to recognize that opportunity. And obviously we can't do it when it's too new and thinking about change. And so I've been through a lot of job change in my life, not all of it mine, but I never forget when my husband got laid off a month, a month before we got married. And one of my friends, who's an optimistic guy, he's a great guy, he said, oh, I'm sure something will work out. And he was lucky that he got to keep his head, because I was not there yet. I was not ready to look for the silver lining. I was scared, right? I was in that place of fear, maybe in anger. I was not... I was not there yet. But in that neutral zone, right, we get creative. So my husband ended up planning our wedding because he was laid off, right? So there, there you go. And that creative part of that transition can be so helpful for us when we're in career transition. And it can also spin our wheels a little bit. So getting some sounding boards will be important. And we'll talk here a little bit after break at some of the ways I see people spin their wheels here. Then we'll go through a, a few other change models that might be helpful quickly. And then we'll move into some tips for a tolerable transition 
if you're in layoff and you've just been laid off or maybe you know someone who has been, we'll give you some practical tips here for survival. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network you know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career you can have the foresight skills and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities a strategic advantage and career expert marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused get found and get hired Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. And today we are talking about layoffs, firing job change, very positive stuff. But we're really digging into how these things affect your ability to move forward in your career and some strategies that you can use to keep them from cutting you down, right? Keep them from getting in your way. That's the big issue here, right? Is there's no reason for these things to slow you down in your career advancement. They they happen to lots of people and although that you know doesn't mean it makes it any easier for you, it shouldn't get in your way. We're gone past those days where being fired or being laid off especially was some kind of irregular thing, right? That's not the right word, but you understand what I'm saying. So We've talked a little bit about William's, William Bridges' transition model and Jana Bavoso that was, is, and will be. And that process, that creative process that can happen as we're moving through. So some of the things that get people tripped up in that middle part where they're in the middle of the snowstorm, right, is being able to focus, There's creativity in keeping your options open for a little while, 
if we do it for too long, it gets in our way. And we talk about that a lot in this show, so I'm not going to go in too much further there, but watch out for that speed bump. The other thing is thinking that you have to make a career change, a big change, because something happened. Sometimes I hear people talking about making a change because they think they have to. Be careful of that when you're in this stage. Be careful of that when you've been laid off. Do your research. Talk to people. Because your easiest job search, not that it's the one you have to do or want to do, and that's okay, but your easiest job search is going to be in the industry you're in with similar roles. Second easiest is going to be to change one of those things, but not both. I would hesitate with you and really want to look at the market-based reasons and your reasons, both very valid, when you're going to change both the role and the industry because that's going to make your search harder. And you might want to do that. You might want to make that change. And that's great. Let's look at what that really means before you make that decision. A lot of times I hear people talking about making a big change in that it's going to make life easier for them. And that unfortunately is just not the way that works. Even if your industry is dying or dead, it's more challenging to change both of those things, right? We can change just your industry industry but keep you in the same role it's going to be easier than trying to change both of those things so those are my two be careful ofs when you're in that transition have fun with the creativity try to when you're ready see that silver lining and be careful of of how you might be spinning your wheels other models of course the grief model right the traditional grief model, the first part of which is denial. Now, I talk to a lot of people who are in denial before they get laid off or before something happens. Be careful of that too, right? If you can see the writing on the wall in your business, there are things you can do to start just preparing yourself without making huge waves or causing yourself problems that you don't need. There are little things that you can do to help with that. And I actually just posted something on LinkedIn about that. So if you are following me on LinkedIn, you'll see there's an article on there about think that your company cares about your career, think again. And those are some of the really simple things you can do before you get laid off instead of sticking your head in the sand, right? Then you've got anger. And I think anger comes through in a lot of these models in different ways, right? Jonna talks about anger in the is and the was phase of her process and in this grieving process, it's its own stage, right? Again, that anger can follow you around and really cause havoc either in your job search, your interviewing and or your new job. So be careful of that and find a way to work yourself through that. And, you know, obviously I am a counselor, so I'm going to say this. Is that anger 
that comes when you're making a change, right? And it happens to a lot of us. It looks different. Lots of times women push it in and it becomes self-anger, self-hatred, if you will, that then again makes you a doormat in your new job. And with men, of course, a lot of times stereotypically we see it externally, but in other times it can look different. So being aware of that, finding someone to process it with, realizing that your networking contacts are not the people to be processing that with. And probably not your spouse either. That's why there's professional counselors, right? So finding those within your own community will be a good option for you. Last, a model that I'll talk about is the change cycle. And you can go on to thechangecycle.com and and look there for a change process that just gives you a little bit more detail, similar to the William Bridges and John Bavosa's model. It has kind of a sticking point where lots of time people get stuck. Interestingly enough, right before that time, a lot of people have this huge rush of quote-unquote productivity that's really just running around like a chicken with your head cut off again, applying to all these ads or doing all these things, a lot of activity, but it's not getting you anywhere, right? And be careful of that. Watch for that. A lot of times that means that we might need to take a step back, focus, recenter before we start taking action again so that that action actually can be productive instead of just churn, right? Got to watch out for the churn. So those change models just give us an idea of all the different ways that we might look at change, ways that we might look at our process, some a little bit more complex, some a little bit more touchy-feely, some a little bit more straightforward. But realizing that there is a process and that you're going to go through that process And that it's going to take time, right? We've talked about this before, but it's been a while. Realizing that it's going to take time. If you got divorced and your best friend came up to you the next day and said, okay, so when are you going to get married? Again, you'd say, well, um, right, that's just not a normal question to ask somebody who's just been divorced. But we do it to each other all the time when we get laid off. Right? When are you going to get a job again? What jobs are you applying for? You know, and all these questions about action that really don't give us an opportunity to go through any kind of process. And they say, you know, on average that it's going to take you a few months for every year that you are someplace or a year for every year you were someplace, or not a year, a month for every year you were someplace. So if you've been someplace for 25 years two years worth of grieving, obviously you're going to have to get a job somewhere in that time frame. And realizing that you're still processing in some way is going to be important for you to be able to move forward. I mean, think about the other types of grief that, yes, are more serious. Losing a loved one. All of losing a, a marriage All of those take time to get through. And your employment may not be that 
emotion wrenching. And it still is going to take a process for you to be able to interact the way you want to interact with people at work, especially, but even in other areas of your life. And that's important for us to realize, even just internally, but it's also important for us to be able to communicate, to communicate with your spouse, you know, that, yeah, I'm looking for work, and, you know, I got all this stuff going on about about being fired, and I'm realizing that I need a place to to process that so that I don't take it with me to my next job. I want to be successful in my next job and and not carry along these thoughts of what did I do or what was wrong with it, that. Might be a hard conversation to have with your spouse, especially for men, where the, there might be kind of a breadwinner, um, breadworm mentality going on. But thinking about that process is, is important for you to be successful in the next job, either getting to it or actually performing in it. So we're going to go um, to a short break here because this is a good time for us to go to a break. And we're going to come back and we're going to go through some pretty tangible tips here for things that you want to do during a layoff to make sure that you get back on track as, as quickly as possible given that you're going to go through some kind of process in transition before you get there. So we'll be right back in just a few minutes. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. If you are in sales, do you repeatedly face the same challenges over and over? Slumping sales, job security worries, trying to get your brand off the ground. It's time to come over to a new way of thinking. It's time for Stand Up, Stand Out, or Stand Down with Malcolm Evans, the Sales Accent Guy. You'll hear what works today to keep you at the top of your sales game and increase your business directly from some of the most respected voices of the sales world. Tune in Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Where is the best place to put your money? Rick Saylor with co-host Eric Hamburg will take the mystery out of investing in order to keep your hard-earned wealth performing and protecting to its maximum potential. Listen for Straight Talk, Clear Decisions, live every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Rick Saylor, smooth financial sailing for the best part of your life. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Voice America. 
are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. And tonight, we have been talking about layoffs and ways to navigate that. Things that you want to talk about in an interview, you don't want to talk about how you can tell that story and realizing that it doesn't have to be this long explanation, right? And, and realizing that a layoff, business reasons, short, sweet, to the point. Firing, maybe you learned something. How can we not blame anyone else? Short, sweet, to the point. No drama. We talked a little bit about change models and went through a few different change models. William Bridges' change model, John Bavosa's laid off to living change cycle, which is at changecycle.com, and then the grief process. The highlight there was just realizing that you're going through some kind of process in your transition emotionally, mentally, whatever you want to say, there is a process there for you. Might be more emotional, might be less emotional, it's a process. And recognizing where you might be and how you might be going through that process can help you make sure you process it and actually deal with the things that you need to deal with, whether that's the little voice in your head that's saying you're not good enough or that you you didn't do this or didn't do that and it was your fault or whether it's that emotions that come up and certain conflicts, whatever it might be that's going to get in your way in the future, handling it now, taking the time to deal with it now instead of just getting in a hurry to move to the next thing. Yes, we need to get a job and and that effort can and that emotion can help drive that. But if we don't take the time to figure out what we want out of that, what we le- learned out of that, you're going to be going from the the frying pan into the fire, as they say. So just some things to think about and this first one comes from Jana's book is to say goodbye. Especially if you were laid off without notice and you didn't get a chance to finish things up, you didn't get a chance to to touch points, to make relationship fixes, do that now. Reach out to those people that you worked with and go to coffee. Say, hey, I just wanted to, to reconnect and let you know what I'm doing. Make it positive. You know, don't um, be careful of dumping that negative emotion on them you want to say goodbye you or continue that relationship great and make that a positive interaction for you and for them give yourself that opportunity if you have a lot of negative stuff write it down right jana's book gives you a great place to to journal but you can do that on your own write down some of those things that you wish you would have said 
you might want to burn that if it's bad, right? Don't leave that laying around. But give yourself that opportunity to get that stuff out. And if on paper is the best place for that, then great. The next thing is to stay current. Maybe you want to read certain things in your industry. Go to your industry events. And it's, yes, for the point of networking, but it's for your edification, right? It's for you to, to learn to stay current in your industry. Stay on top of the trends. Know what's going on. It's going to help you in lots of different ways to help you stay in touch. The other side of that is learning other things or looking for opportunities to do things that you hadn't had time to do. Kind of that looking for the silver lining piece, right? And, and you might not be there yet, and that's okay. But when you feel like you're ready, see the reasons that might be there for this transition that are good. The things that you could learn, the new opportunities that you have, spend time with family to learn something new, to make a change if you want to make a change. Again, might not have to be a huge change, but that change that just makes you feel better about going to work every day because of the place or because of a few new skills that you get to use, whatever that might be. Look for those opportunities. Next, set some goals and keep your schedule. Seems simple, seems like a no-brainer, but I have met so many people who are out of work that don't have time to job search. Be careful of that. Build in time for your family, build in time to do the things that you, you know you want to do, and keep that structure, keep some structure so that you have time to job search. One of my recruiter friends, and she's been on the show, it's been a while ago, Amanda Erickson, she talks about the thirds, right? A a third of your time actively job seeking, whether that's applying to jobs online or researching online, a third of your time talking to people, networking, doing whatever that looks like, and then a third of your time taking care of yourself. So that might be running or walking, exercising, reading, doing those things that are are refilling your glass because when you're not, a lot of this transition junk starts to rear its ugly head at times that you don't want it to. So figuring out ways to set goals and schedule your time so that you're achieving both ends. Otherwise, one tends to take over for a while, and then another takes over for a while, and in between there, you tend to miss opportunities. If you're full bore job search doing nothing else for two weeks, you look pretty ragged at the end of it, sitting in front of the computer that long, it's not good for anybody, and then you usually take two weeks off or maybe more, and you miss opportunities during that time frame your consistency, especially in your networking, is going to be key. We'll move right in from that into build your network. Build your network not just because you're job searching. Build your network because it's the new way of life. It's the new way of the workforce. Build your network because one of two people right now is self-employed. 
and will continue to be either 1099 or whatever they call that, right? And there's an opportunity for you now to build a network so that as that trend grows, you will have an opportunity to capitalize on it if it makes sense for you. Going into the next thing here is redefine stability for yourself. Re-change how that looks in your head. Lots of people I talk to say, you know, I just want this next job to last 10 years and get me to retirement. It won't. It won't. Laws of averages say it won't. It might, and that would be great. But if you are putting all your eggs in that basket, we all know that that's the way it works. It won't. Your, your network, your skills, your ability to sell yourself, your social network, whatever works for you as a way to redefine stability, do it now. Do it while you're in transition. Or at least start it now. Don't start now thinking about the next job as your savior. Be ready to save yourself, right? Be ready to have the tools you need and the network that you need to be mobile yourself. And my last one, and this goes kind of across the last few, is to reconnect with your success. Reconnect with why you are good at what you do. It's no matter whether you've been laid off or fired, it's degraded, it's cut away at your confidence in some way. I see you, I see you who are overconfident and pretending that it doesn't, and I see you who, who know that it has. Get that confidence back. Reconnect with your success. The process of doing that is also going to be great for your resume, your interviewing, your networking, because you're going to be more confident and those stories of your success are going to be at the tip of your tongue. So I hope that you've enjoyed our talk about layoffs. And if you are worrying about those in your future, that we've given you some tips to not be so worried. And then if you're in it today, you can think about where you're in that transition and how you might do some things differently to make it not such a negative experience for yourself. How can you make it what it is and, and be positive in your job search so that you can be successful in your next job? I'm Marie Zimanoff. We're signing off here today on The Career Confidant. You can always reach out to me at Marie, M-A-R-I-E, at astrategicadvantage.com. And I look forward to seeing you right back here next week on The Career Confidant. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.